Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm feeling much better. My ear is fine now, which is oh, a good. massive relief. <laughs> so that, yeah, I'm really pleased about that. My hair situation is getting slightly serious. Mine too. Yeah. What situation are you currently in? Well, it's just getting a bit long and not in a sort of nice way. And I'm not quite sure what to do. No. Mm. And mine's the same. This is the trouble when you usually have short hair. Yeah. Mm. That you have to get it trimmed. I know I've I've bought two online. I bought two wide headbands. So I'm trying to hide as much as possible with a headband. Because... Yes, mine is an uneven length, and especially the back is not a exactly. good situation. Mm, exactly. And there's no way I'm attempting to cut it or letting Adrian attempt cutting it. Yeah, I mean, Jay gets quite obsessed with my hair sometimes, and he keeps eyeing it. And I said to him earlier, don't even, don't even say anything, just don't even mention it. <laughs> I don't want to hear anything about my hair. Yeah, I really don't want him to give you a, a buzz No, cut. no, no, that's not going to happen. So no. I don't actually, part of me doesn't mind it because I was thinking of maybe having gro- growing it out and I would never yes. do it otherwise. But I'll, yeah, it, at th- this phase, the next few weeks won't be, months even might not be very much fun hair-wise I, yeah. and otherwise. Yeah, no, we're, we're just going to have to be brave about yeah. it all, I think, because... No, I keep. I. I mean, I exactly know what he means because I keep catching sight of the like the side of my hair and thinking, mm. how is that a hair silhouette? Yeah, that's just bad. Yeah, yeah. It's no. It it. <laughs> it's very weird. Mm. But yeah, I don't think so, and I don't think no. We just have to leave it. We're just going to have to cope. With yeah. It. Any any other events you'd like to tell me about? Um, I'm trying to wear like nice tops at least so I at least feel like like I don't mean my some of my tops are not nice obviously all my clothes are marvelous but I mean not just like a t-shirt I'm trying to like wear a nice blouse or a chic shirt so that I at least feel halfway normal dress yeah I'm I'm not so good with that um yeah and (laughs) I was on a conference call with some colleagues this earlier this week and I inadvertently sort of gave the the laptop a nudge and it fell down of it's it's okay it fell down and then I had to sort of run around the desk and and retrieve it and then my colleague said oh I really like your yellow crocs and I thought (laughs) no you weren't meant to see them (laughs) hey you wear the you live by the crocs you'll die yeah you yeah. know, you gotta wear that. You gotta just own them. I think. Yeah. Mm. I thought you were gonna say, you know, your penguin print pajamas. No, no, I'm not a. I'm not a staying all day in a pajama person. No, no, have neither am I. But mm. I just, I just thought, like last week, I thought I'm gonna just do that because that, as I said, just feels like some way towards. Because mm. I miss getting all like dressed up and ready to go out yeah i actually um put some makeup on the other day and i thought yeah "Mm." that is a good thing for upping your mood yeah i especially feel highlighter on your cheekbones that makes me feel especially happy yeah i bought this sort of quite pink blusher and i thought i'll need a bit of that yeah yeah that sounds very nice Mm. 
I, I do really love blusher. Well, I love all makeup. Let's, you know, I don't yeah. want to single, <laughs> single out blusher out. and make it feel yeah. grand because I like all of it. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think a spot, of, but the thing is, even if I put a tiny amount of makeup on, which you know I never go over the top, but I feel like I've got loads on just because I don't wear it anymore. Yeah. About the house. It's the same but, with perfume. I actually put some perfume on the other day, which I haven't done for a while. Um, and that was I mean, nice. I, I, oh, as you know, I am scenting myself and my house to the maximum each day because I just love perfume and it just makes me happy. Yeah, it's a good idea. I think I'll, I'll do that more often now. I also put my sunglasses in a very pretty box, which made me feel very glad. Oh, that sounds good. You know, because then I can think, I'll go to my sunglasses wardrobe and choose. Yeah, and anything in boxes. Not that I really need them on at the moment, but, you know, I enjoy choosing them yes. and putting them on. You could wear them at home, around the house, I guess. Oh, believe me, I do. <laughs> and what else have you been doing if you haven't been looking at your sunglasses? <laughs> Well, that takes quite a lot of the day. Yeah. Actually. Um, there's a thing that I know you watched too, mm. is the Matamajola documentary. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You go I first. I just love him. Well, I mean, what can you say? I love him. I loved him before. I love him now. Forever. I just, I thought it was really beautiful and it really, and really moving because mm. you got such a strong sense of him and somehow the fact that you never saw his face, you just saw yeah. his hands making things, it was really lovely, like it really conveyed the sense of him as just such a creative person who is just continually looking around himself and changing things and making them beautiful mm. and I really loved that and I loved his barbies and I loved yeah. his white boxes that he stores things in yeah but coming back to what you just said about so there were some things and I, I know this is probably really stupid but I didn't quite understand so he oh. they, they showed him often putting stuff on mannequins so do you think was that for the exhibition that we saw or I think it might be the one that I saw in Paris. In Paris, yeah, no, it was at some point it was clear it was in Paris. I can't remember why. Maybe because it, I think it's Olivier Olivier Seyard, isn't it? Yes. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm. the one we saw in Antwerp was the Hermesias, and then the one in Paris was a retrospective. Yeah, that's true. So I true. think it was for that. Yeah. So I thought that was a really nice, I don't know, framing device or whatever you call mm. it that you had, and had the mannequins and you know things being put on. Then, like you said, seeing seeing the hands, that was such such a great idea. Yeah, it's so good. And I really, I have just an infinity of respect for him for wanting an, anonymity. And you can, like, not just from this, but from everything, that it that's a deep need for him. Mm. It's not a pretentious stunt. No. It's that he it's it's about him and his creative creativity and the people he's with working with it's not about i i really liked it that it meant that the journalists had to work harder and that people have to kind of interpret mm. and understand and i thought oh my goodness that's that's so good and so clever that he's kind of 
you know that wasn't what he meant to do necessarily but it's it's meaning that people have to think more yeah and it's not it's interesting how he explained it and how he also said he doesn't it he feels other people you know he said John Paul Gaultier is an entertainment a best sense yes. of the world and he a word and he thinks he's you know he does a fantastic job talking to press mm-hmm. and it, it's not that he's against that as such like you just yeah. said it's more it's not for him yes or he also yeah, said I, I think he said he didn't he didn't mind talking to the press he just didn't want to be like the face of the yes his company or but i think it it just works and it and it's allowing him to be himself and his own personality and not have to create a personality around himself mm. that he kind of gives to the press yeah because i no i really understand that, that it's about his work for him and yeah i mean gotier is such a an ebullient personality mm. and he's so much fun and you can see it's kind of fizzing out of him and it's part of who he is and it's in his work whereas Magella is much more contemplative and yeah I think that's really beautiful and yes having just seeing his hands I mean it was making the viewer think more as well about the craft of fashion and the making and just it was like amazing to me that he I mean again when he's talking about the different collections that he's constantly reacting to and reacting against what's around him and translating it into something else yeah I also really liked about the documentary that there were in inverted commas talking heads but there wasn't Mm. that much and there were different people to what to who you you know you weren't just nothing against you know absolutely nothing against fashion journalists but I thought it was interesting that the she's a fashion forecaster isn't she Edel Edelcourt I don't know how you you say her first name and you know I thought that was quite interesting who who was actually saying things or really close you know collaborators or people who wore his clothes I thought that was that gave a different perspective it did and it it was it was really fascinating that you had people who were deeply involved in in his work and his process or yeah like you said it was really great that you had people who wore his clothes and that because he did he cast friends so often it was people who knew him and the clothes were an extension of that friendship almost Mm. and i i i really loved when he was talking about his father having a barber's shop yes oh my goodness and how he loved watching like the gesture of the of cutting the hair and the hair dropping on the floor and it was like oh my goodness I understand your work more now Mm. like just in that one sentence I thought ah yes Mm. and just the way that he was absorbing all of these tiny inflections gestures around him and then his mother brought wigs in so he was looking at these disembodied hairstyles that was amazing mm. it was nice and at it, the end he are uh, he thanks his mother for keeping yes i thought that was really nice for keeping that the was early really... early things yes and amazing what about his barbie dolls bit yeah i mean the the <sighs> the suit he made really yes. early on that's just incredible that is it's just like beautiful yeah and, it's and the so... fact that he dyed their hair with yes. vegetables. Oh, my God. Yeah. And their little mauve hairdos. But also, you know, his parents not minding yes. him playing with Barbies, you know. Yeah, it's, no, it's I just... was thinking his parents were very, very good people. They, mm. or, or are very, very good mm. people. That they were really nurturing that in him. 
Yeah. And his beautiful scrapbooks. Yeah. You can see he's like telling stories in those and already it's almost like he's making collections in the scrapbook. Yeah, like no, the, the scrapbook yeah. was fantastic. Oh and, oh, and what about when he saw the Courage, the film of the Courage boots with mm. cut-off toes and so he cut off his Barbie dolls, the yes. toes of the Barbie doll shoes. Mm. <laughs> I thought that was just amazing. Yeah. To, to like, that's so amazing as a child to kind of want to translate what he's seeing in that way. Yeah, and he must have been, it sounded like he was quite young when he was doing yes. all this. Yeah, it really did. It mm. really did. No, it was really, really wonderful. So fascinating. And also, what about really early on when he says that for him the two most important points are your shoulders, because your shoulders mm. give you an attitude, and then your shoes, mm. because they affect your movement. Mm. And then kind of the rest of it all just, you know, falls into place. But yeah. those are the two important things. Mm. That's yeah. something I think we need to think about in our own dress. Yes, we do. I also, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I know you, you know, I, I adore him, but I think you adore him even more than I do. I, you, I super duper adore him. And you know more about him. And I, I don't, you know, I don't know that much. So for me, there were a lot of things that I, you know, I didn't, for instance, know he had worked for Jean-Paul Coutier for that long, yes. he, he, for three years. Yes. And, um, but also what... And I knew he was, you know, he used, um, you know, clothes from the flea market and all that. But I, I think the sort of range of um, fabrics, you know, there's there's one point where there seems to be quite a lot of lame and lame in a sort of early nineties uh, collection, and I think that really uh, surprised me in a way. Maybe maybe it was a bit because we went to the MS years um, yes. exhibition where where that wasn't the case so much. And just sort of be reminded how many different, you know, and that there is quite a lot of decoration. I mean, more. Yeah, there, yeah, I think so. And I think it's it's not like the thing he's most remembered for, but it's there. And and to me, it's almost like he uses decoration as texture. That it that he's really good at and interested in the textures and the way different fabrics sit together. Yes, that's in true. In an outfit. Yeah. It's really important. Mm. So you often get and, something a bit shiny, but then something really, really dull. and Yes. Mm. Yeah, and it's that sort of interplay. And it is almost, again, like with the scrapbooks, like they're telling a story on your body that you're, you know, that they're, they're kind of embedded with history because maybe some of the things are made from old clothes, but also it's, that kind of texture of his work as well. Like, mm. it's really beautiful, I think, that when he'd done 10 years' worth of, of collections, that he then does a grey collection that's reflecting on what he's done already. Yeah. And, it, and, and I was thinking as well, it's like, his approach to fashion is the way fashion should be, as far as I'm concerned, mm. actually, Beatrice, because he's not... He's, he's kind of continually repurposing and rethinking clothes that exist already and what he's done already it's almost like you feel he could have gone to a non-seasonal if he'd been able to financially Mm. non-seasonal produced as it's produced do you know what I mean and 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 really amplifying the idea that we shouldn't be constantly buying brand new even Mm. though you'd be buying du Magela it would be 
old at the same time yeah and that you should appreciate clothes for that and for the handwork and the beauty and everything in them because it's just soul destroying what happens mm. with the backer he has and that yes it, it's so sad when he's saying I'm not a creative director I'm a designer and you can see that again that is reinforced by the way you see his hands all the time he's he's thinking all the time he's like resolving things through design all the time mm. it's interesting and, yeah what you just said about him thinking all the time because you mm. he's sort of yeah that is actually really interesting because I, w I was just thinking of you know the hands reminded me also again of when the models sit together and yes. you know they talk about how he would you know move move clothes on their bodies but he was always super gentle yes and, that was so lovely yeah and one of them said oh, with some in, in other shows sometimes it's horrible what happens but this this was always so so nice and mm. so there is this thing about the hands and the touching and the creating by manipulating actual things in the world but then yes. you also get from him like you just said that he's thinking all the time and looking yeah, and sorry and, and and it's almost like he's thinking through his fingers <laughs> yes mm. it's as it's that thing with creative people that if they work with their hands they have to touch things and move them mm. to understand them and they understand them in a special way mm. yes that was really lovely when they had the models sitting together who'd worked with him and you saw the, the different kinds of women he was yes. interested in mm. and and yes that was so lovely that he was gentle because I've always felt with his work that it is gentle that although he's so radical and kind of intense in in his work there's something gentle about it there's it's not it's not like punk if you know what I mean like yes. it is punk it has many of the kind of punk sensibilities in some ways but it's not a kind of thrust in your face or a shout it's it's like spoken gently to you that these are these interesting beautiful things to think about in different ways and quite also I think another word that comes to mind to me is like soft because yes it is often I, I said I answered you in a soft voice <laughs> <laughs> even though like where you say with the shoulders that mm. that if you just hear it and you don't see the shoulders it sounds yeah. aggressive but it isn't and generally yeah the the materials and yeah from from what I remember it all seems quite soft yeah not yeah. spiky or um, no it's like hmm. even because because he was so interesting with those where the the shoulders were brought inwards mm. so it is kind of hunched and inward like the curve of your body almost It's very, it's very sort of self-reflexive, but again, in a, yeah, it's just gentle. And I loved what he said about luxury when he was talking about Hermes, about it being a balance between quality and comfort, and that sort of addition, if you can add timelessness in, then that's, you know, the ultimate. And I thought that's so clever and such a subtle understanding of the idea of luxury. And wanting, and it being about the wearer's sensation of being inside the yes. clothes, as well as people looking at it, mm. people looking at the clothes. Yeah, and I thought with that section, I thought it was interesting that one of the journalists, I thought it was really good that she said at first she didn't understand it. Yeah, and she thought it was yeah. too plain and too plain is maybe not the word she uses, but um, too simple and 
I know because I so remember just being so excited that he was designing for Hermes and just not be able to because it was before you could just get it instantly on on Mm, Instagram and just dying to see pictures from it and see reports and I just couldn't understand what people were saying because I really remember journalists saying you know there's all those scarf prints why isn't he using the scarf prints and I remember thinking because that's the most obvious thing to do and that's not the point the point of Emma's is the quality and the sensation of it not just that there are beauty I mean I love the scarves they're beautiful mm. and amazing but the idea that you just make a dress out of the scarves yes. almost or line all the coats with scarves or mm. something and it's like to me it's like that stealth thing of yeah how it feels because I remember when we went to the Emma's years exhibition mm. those are do you remember those lovely videos yes mm. of the models moving in the garments mm. and I remember Alyssa telling us that that was so that you kind of empathized with the with the model and how it felt for her yeah and she was wearing these amazing fabrics yeah in the exhibition you really should have been able to touch the things but obviously that doesn't work but yeah I know because I would have just like rubbed my whole face <laughs> in one of those double cashmere coats I would have just yeah no I would have been like lying down and that would not be cool the other thing I really liked is how much footage there was of the shows yes. and the early ones in particular because that's so hard to get otherwise and yeah yeah, yeah. And that lovely early one where there's the children from the local yes. school there. And they're so happy. Mm. It's so great the way they're just running around wildly and, like, pulling at the models. Because when, usually when children are involved in shows, they're, like, done up like who knows what and, you know, held by the hand. Yes. And it was so good seeing them just reacting spontaneously mm. and, you know, models picking them up or getting kind of knocked over almost yes. by them because they were so thrilled with it all. And you thought, that, yeah, that's how children should act interact yeah because it is so joyful and I think it also it was really good because it gave a sense of excitement and joy that I think sometimes people think of my genre as it's all very serious and you have to sit down and contemplate and yes you you know it, it does reward contemplation but it's also the joy of what you can do through the medium of fashion and how you can completely rethink what fashion is through your designs yeah I I think I in the past maybe tended to think of him as sort of like is it an intellectual experience Mm. rather than essential in a way yeah that's interesting and and that is not once you've watched this documentary you don't think that anymore particularly also like the there's some super eight footage quite early on or is it seven women wear Margiela or something like that? And it's like yeah, black and yeah. white, grainy footage. And that's also so nice because they they all laugh and they run yes, and they, yes, you know, yes. and it's not this sort of just, yeah, something you stand in front and you bow. And, exactly. Mm. No, because it's, it's reinforcing how it feels and how happy you feel if you're wearing clothes that connect, that you feel a connection to in that way. And I guess also clothes that let you be, be- yes. because you get the impression that's, that's such a good, such yeah, a good point. That, that that's his clothes do that. Uh, <sighs> we just love him. Yes, we do. His work, it's just so, oh, just so beautiful and moving and amazing. And 
and yes i loved the documentary yeah and thanks for suggesting it particularly now it's like oh a, no my an goodness, oasis my yes it is like an oasis because it is like you escape into and you kind of remember all those things about wearing clothes that you really love and that you feel like you said like you feel yourself in oh my goodness so so we need to make sure we're doing a bit of that yes in our own clothing yes well, that's our yeah. plan then for the next okay, week. Okay, that's our plan. Let's do that. Okay. All right. I will talk to you next week and hear about your being yourself and happy clothes clothes. Okay. The same with you. Excellent. Okay. Excellent. Bye. Bye.